0: Section twenty six of the Anatomy of Melancholy, Volume one. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Morgan Scorpion. The Anatomy of Melancholy, Volume one, by Robert Burton. Section twenty six. Partition one, Section two. Member two, Subsection one. Bad Diet a Cause, Substance, Quality of Meats According to my proposed method, having opened hitherto these secondary causes, which are inbred with us, I must now proceed to the outward and adventitious, which happen unto us after we are born. And those are either evident, remote, or inward, antecedent, and the nearest, continent causes, some call them. These outward, remote, precedent causes are subdivided again into necessary and not necessary. Necessary, because we cannot avoid them, but they will alter us, as they are used or abused, are those six non-natural things, so much spoken of amongst physicians, which are principal causes of this disease. For almost in every consultation, whereas they shall come to speak of the causes, the fault is found, and this most part objected to the patient." Pecavit Kirka sex non naturales he hath still offended in one of those six. Montanus, consulted about a melancholy Jew, gives that sentence. So did Frieza Melica in the same place, and in his two hundred and forty fourth council, censoring a melancholy soldier, assigns that reason of his malady. He offended in all those six non natural things, which were the outward causes, from which came those inward obstructions and so in the rest. These six non-natural things are diet, retention and evacuation, which are more material than the other because they make new matter, or else are conversant in keeping or expelling it. The other four are air, exercise, sleeping, waking, and perturbations of the mind, which only alter the matter. The first of these is diet, which consists in meat and drink, and causeth melancholy, as it offends in substance or accidents, that is, quantity, quality, or the like, and well it may be called a material cause, since that, as Fernelius holds, it hath such a power in begetting of diseases, and yields the matter and sustenance of them, for neither air, nor perturbations, nor any of those other evident causes take place, or work this effect, except the constitution of body, and preparation of humours, do concur. THAT A MAN MAY SAY, THIS DIET IS THE MOTHER OF DISEASES, LET THE FATHER BE WHAT HE WILL, AND FROM THIS ALONE MELANCHOLY AND FREQUENT OTHER MALADIES ARISE. MANY PHYSICIANS, I CONFESS, HAVE WRITTEN COPIOUS VOLUMES OF THIS ONE SUBJECT, OF THE NATURE AND QUALITIES OF ALL MANNER OF MEATS, AS, NAMELY, GALEN, ISAAC THE JEW, HALIABAS, AVICENNA, MESUE, ALSO FOUR ARABIANS, GORDONIUS, VILLA Wecker, Johannes Bruerinus, Citologia de Esculentis et Poculentis, Michael Savanarola, Antony Fumonelas, Liber de Regimen Senum, Curio in his comment on Scola Salerna, Godefridus Decius, Marsilius Cognatus, Ficinus, Ranzovius, Fonseca, Lessius, Magninus, Fritagius, Hugo Fridevalius, etc., besides many other in English, and almost every peculiar physician discourses at large of all peculiar meats in his chapter of Melancholy. Yet because these books are not at hand to every man, I will briefly touch what kind of meats engender this humour, through their several species, and which are to be avoided. How they alter and change the matter, spirits first, and after humours, by which we are preserved, and the constitution of our body, Fernelius and others will show you. I hasten to the thing itself, and first of such diet as offends in substance. Beef Beef, a strong and hearty meat, cold in the first degree, dry in the second, saith Galen, Book 3, Chapter 1, De Alimentorum Facultatibus, is condemned by him and all succeeding authors to breed gross melancholy blood. Good for such as are sound, and of a strong constitution, for labouring men, if ordered aright, corned, young, of an ox, "'for all gelded meats in every species are held best. All if old, such as have been tired out with labour, are preferred. "'Orbanus and Sabellicus commend Portugal beef to be the most savoury, "'best and easiest of digestion. "'We commend ours, but all is rejected, "'and unfit for such as lead a resty life, "'anyways inclined to melancholy or dry of complexion. Tallis, Galen thinks, De facile melancholicis eguitudinibus capiuntur pork pork of all meats is most nutritive in its own nature but altogether unfit for such as live at ease are any ways unsound of body or mind too moist full of humours and therefore noxia delicatis saith savonarola ex iarum usu ut dubiteto, and febris quartana generator. Nought for queasy stomachs, insomuch that frequent use of it may breed a quartan ague. Goat. Savonarola discommends goat's flesh, and so doth Brurinus, Book 13, Chapter 19, calling it a filthy beast and ramish, and therefore supposeth it will breed rank and filthy substance. Yet kid, such as are young and tender, Isaac accepts. Bruerinus and Galen, Book 1, Chapter 1. THE alimentorum FACULTATIVUS HEART Heart and red-deer hath an evil name. It yields gross nutriment, a strong and great-grained meat next unto a horse, which altogether some countries eat, as Tartars, and they of China, yet Galen condemns. Young foals are as commonly eaten in Spain as red-deer, and to furnish their navies, about Malaga especially, often used but such meats ask for long baking or seething to qualify them, and yet all will not serve. Venison, fallow deer. All venison is melancholy and begets bad blood, a pleasant meat in great esteem with us, for we have more parks in England than there are in all Europe besides in our solemn feasts. Tis somewhat better hunted than otherwise, and well prepared by cookery, but generally bad and seldom to be used. Hare. Hare, a black meat, melancholy, and hard of digestion. It breeds incubus, often eaten, and causeth fearful dreams. So doth all venison, and is condemned by a jury of physicians. Misaldus and some others say that hare is a merry meat, and that it will make one fair, as Marshall's epigram testifies to Gellia. But this is per accident, because of the good sport it makes, merry company and good discourse that is commonly at the eating of it, and not otherwise to be understood. Conies Conies are of the nature of hares. Magninus compares them to beef, pig, and goat, yet young rabbits by all men are approved to be good. Generally, all such meats as are hard of digestion breed melancholy. Arataeus, Book 7, Chapter 5, reckons up heads and feet, bowels, brains, entrails, marrow, fat, blood, skins, and those inward parts, as hearts, lungs, liver, spleen, etc. They are rejected by Isaac, Book 2, Part 3, Magninus, Part 3, Chapter 17, Bruerinus, Book 12, Savonarola, Milk. Milk and all that comes of milk, as butter and cheese, curds, etc., increase melancholy, Whey only excepted, which is most wholesome. Some except asses' milk. The rest to such as are sound is nutritive and good, especially for young children, but because soon turned to corruption, not good for those that have unclean stomachs, are subject to headache, or have green wounds, stone, etc. Of all cheeses, I take that kind which we call Banbury cheese to be the best, ex vertustis pessimus, the older, stronger, and harder, the worst, as Langius discourseth in his epistle to Melanxon, cited by Misaldus, Isaac, Galen three. Dicibis, Boni, Suki, etc. Fowl Amongst fowl, peacocks, and pigeons, all fowl are forbidden, as ducks, geese, swans, herons, cranes, coots, didappers, water-hens, with all those teals, curs, sheldrakes, and peckled fowls, that come hither in winter out of Scandia, Muscovy, Greenland, Friesland, which half the year are covered all over with snow and frozen up. Though these be fair in feathers, pleasant in taste, and have a good outside, like hypocrites, white in plumes and soft, their flesh is hard, black, unwholesome, dangerous, melancholy meat. Gravant et putrefacient stomachum saith Isaac. Their young ones are more tolerable, but young pigeons he quite disapproves. Fishes. Rassus and Magninus discommend all fish, and say they breed viscosities, slimy nutriment, Little and humorous nourishment. Savonarola adds, cold, moist, and phlegmatic. Isaac, and therefore unwholesome for all cold and melancholy complexions. Others making a difference, rejecting only amongst fresh-water fish, eel, tench, lamprey, crawfish, which Bright approves chapter six, and such as are bred in muddy and standing waters, and have a taste of mud, as Franciscus Bonsuretus poetically defines, liber di aquati libis. Nam pisces omnes qui stagna lacusque frequentant semper plus succi deterioris habent all fish that standing pools and lakes frequent do ever yield bad juice and nourishment lampreys Paulus Jovius chapter thirty four de piscibus fluvialibus highly magnifies and saith none speak against them but inepte et scrupulosi some scrupulous persons but eels, chapter thirty three, he abhorreth in all places, at all times. All physicians detest them, especially about the solstice. Gomesius, book one, chapter twenty two, de Salle, doth immoderately extol sea fish, which others as much vilify, and above the rest. Dried, soused, endured fish, as ling, fumadas, red herrings, sprats, stockfish, haberdeen, john all shellfish. Timothy Bright accepts lobster and crab. Messarius commends salmon, which Bruerinus contradicts. Book twenty two, chapter seventeen. Magninus rejects conger, sturgeon, turbot, mackerel, skate. Carp is a fish of which I know not what to determine. Franciscus Bonsuetus accounts it a muddy fish. Hippolytus Salvianus, in his book De Piscium Natura et Preparatione, which was printed at Rome in Folio, 1554, with most elegant pictures, esteems carp no better than a slimy, watery meat. Paulus Jovius, on the other side, disallowing Tench, approves of it. So doth Dubravius in his books of fish-ponds. Fritagius extols it for an excellent wholesome meat, and puts it among the fishes of the best rank, AND SO DO MOST OF OUR COUNTRY GENTLEMEN, THAT STORE THEIR PONDS ALMOST WITH NO OTHER FISH. BUT THIS CONTROVERSY IS EASILY DECIDED IN MY JUDGEMENT BY BRUERINUS, BOOK 22, CHAPTER 13. THE DIFFERENCE RISETH FROM THE SIGHT AND NATURE OF POOLS, SOMETIMES MUDDY, SOMETIMES SWEET. THEY ARE IN TASTE AS THE PLACE IS FROM WHENCE THEY BE TAKEN. IN LIKE MATTER, ALMOST, WE MAY CONCLUDE OF OTHER FRESH FISH. But see more in Rondoletius, Bellonius, Orebasius, Book 7, Chapter 22, Isaac, Book 1, especially Hippolytus Salvianus, who is Insta Omnium Solus, etc. Howsoever they may be wholesome and approved, much use of them is not good. Forestus, in his medicinal observations, relates that Carthusian friars, whose living is most part fish, are more subject to melancholy than any other order, and that he found by experience "'being sometimes their physician ordinary at Delft in Holland. "'He exemplifies it with an instance of one Buscotnese, "'a Carthusian of a ruddy colour and well-liking, "'that by solitary living and fish-eating became so misaffected. "'Herbs. "'Among herbs to be eaten I find gourds, cucumbers, colworts, melons disallowed, but especially cabbage. "'It causeth troublesome dreams, and sends up black vapours to the brain.' Galen de Locus Affectis, Book 3, Chapter 6, Of All Herbs Condemns Cabbage, and Isaac, Book 2, Chapter 1, Animae Gravitatum Facit, It Brings Heaviness to the Soul. Some are of the opinion that all raw herbs and salads breed melancholy blood, except bugloss and lettuce. Crato speaks against all herbs and worts, except borage, bugloss, fennel, parsley, dill, balm, succory magninus omnes herbae simpliciter malae via cibi all herbs are simply evil to feed on as he thinks so did that scoffing cook in Plautus hold non ego conum condio ut alii coqui solent qui mihi conditer prata in pratinus proferunt, boves qui convivas faciunt herbasque agorant like other cooks i do not suffer dress that put whole meadows into a platter and make no better of their guests than beeves, with herbs and grass to feed them fatter. Our Italians and Spaniards do make a whole dinner of herbs and salads, which our said Plautus calls coenus terrestris, horus coenus sine sanguine, by which means, as he follows it, hic homines tam brevum vitam collant, qui herbus hujus modi in alvum sum congruent, formidolosum dictu, non esum modo, Quas herbus pecodes non edunt homines edunt. Their lives that eat such herbs must needs be short, and tis a fearful thing for to report, that men should feed on such a kind of meat, which very humans would refuse to eat. They are windy, and not fit, therefore, to be eaten of all men raw, though qualified with oil, but in broths or otherwise. See more of these in every husbandman and herbalist. Roots Roots etsi corandum gentium ope sint saith Brerinus, the wealth of some countries and sole food are windy and bad or troublesome to the head as onions, garlic, scallions, turnip, carrots, radishes, parsnips, crato disallows all roots, though some approve of parsnips and potatoes, bagninus is of Crato's opinion, they trouble the mind, sending gross fumes to the brain, make men mad, especially garlic, onions if a man liberally feed on them a year together. guianerius complains of all manner of roots, and so doth Brurinus, even parsnips themselves, which are the best. Book 9, Chapter 14 Fruits Pastina usus succus gignit improbus. Crato utterly forbids all manner of fruits, as pears, apples, plums, cherries, strawberries, nuts, medlars, serves, etc. Sanguinum inficiunt, saith Villa Novanus they infect the blood and putrefy it, Magninus holds, and must not therefore be taken via cibi out quantitate magna, not to make a meal of, or in any great quantity. Cardan makes that a cause of their continual sickness at Fessa in Africa, because they live so much on fruits, eating them thrice a day. Laurentius approves of many fruits in his tract of melancholy, which others disallow, and amongst the rest apples, which some likewise commend, "'sweetings, "'pearmains, "'pippins, "'as good against melancholy. "'But to him "'that is any way "'inclined to "'or touched "'with this malady, Nicholas Piso "'in his practice "'forbids all fruits "'as windy, "'or to be sparingly "'eaten at least, "'and not raw. "'Amongst other fruits, Brurinus out of Galen except grapes and figs, "'but I find them "'likewise rejected. "'Pulse. "'All pulse are naught, "'beans, peas, "'vetches, etc. "'They fill the brain, "'saith Isaac with gross fumes, breed black thick blood, and cause troublesome dreams. And therefore, that which Pythagoras said to his scholars of old, may be for ever applied to melancholy men, a fabis abstinete. Eat no peas nor beans, yet to such as will needs eat them, I would give this counsel, to prepare them according to those rules that Arnoldus Villanovanus and Freitagius prescribe, for eating and dressing, fruits, herbs, fruits, pulse, etc. Spices Spices cause hot and head melancholy, and are for that cause forbidden by our physicians to such men as are inclined to this malady, as pepper, ginger, cinnamon, cloves, mace, dates, etc., honey and sugar. Some accept honey. To those that are cold it may be tolerable, but dulcia se in bilum vertent. sweets turn into bile. They are obstructive. Crato therefore forbids all spice in a consultation of his for a melancholy schoolmaster, omnia aromatica et quidquid sanguinem adurit. So doth Fernelius Guianarius, Mercurialis. To these I may add all sharp and sour things, luscious and oversweet, or fat as oil, vinegar, verjuice, mustard, salt. As sweet things are obstructive, so these are corrosive. Gomesius, in his books, Sale, Book 1, Chapter 21, highly commends salt. So doth Codronchus in his tract, De Sale Absinthii. Lemnius, Book 3, Chapter 9, De Occultis, Naturae, Miraculis. Yet common experience finds salt, and salt-meats, to be great procurers of this disease, and for that cause be like those Egyptian priests abstained from salt, even so much as in their bread. Ut sine perturbatione anima esset, saith mine author that their souls might be free from perturbations. Bread Bread that is made of baser grain, as peas, beans, oats, rye, or over-hard-baked, crusty, and black, is often spoken against as causing melancholy juice and wind. Joel Mayer, in the first book of his History of Scotland, contends much for the wholesomeness of oat and bread. It was objected to him then living in Paris, in France, that his countrymen fed on oats and base grain, as a disgrace. But he doth ingeniously confess, Scotland, Wales, and a third part of England did most part use that kind of bread, that it was as wholesome as any grain, and yielded as good nourishment. And yet Wecker out of Galen calls it horse-meat, and fitter for humans than men to feed on. But read Galen himself, book one de cibis boni et mali suci, more largely discoursing of corn and bread. WINE all black wines, over-hot, compound, strong, thick drinks, as Muscadine, malmsey, Alicant, rumney, Brown-Bastard, Methaglen, and the like, of which they have thirty several kinds in Muscovy, all such made drinks are hurtful in this case, to such as are hot, or of a sanguine choleric complexion, young, or inclined to head melancholy. For many times the drinking of wine alone causeth it. Arculanus, chapter 16, in Nine Rasis, puts in wine for a great cause, especially if it be immoderately used. Guenarius tells a story of two Dutchmen, to whom he gave entertainment in his house, that in one month's space were both melancholy by drinking of wine. One did not but sing, the other sigh. Galen, De Causis Morborum, chapter 3, Merthiolus on Dioscorides, and above all, other Andreas Bacchius. Book three, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, have reckoned upon those inconveniences that come by wine. Yet, notwithstanding all this, to such as are cold or sluggish melancholy, a cup of wine is good physic. And so doth Mercurialis grant in that case, if the temperature be cold. As to most melancholy men, it is wine is much commended, if it be moderately used. Cider, Perry. Cider and peri are both cold and windy drinks, and for that cause to be neglected, and so are all those hot-spiced strong drinks. BEER Beer, if it be over-new or over-stale, over-strong or not sodden, smell of the cask, sharp or sour, is most unwholesome, frets and galls, etc. Henricus Irerus, in a consultation of his, for one that laboured of hypochondriacal melancholy, discommends beer. So doth Crato in that excellent counsel of his as too windy because of the hop, but he means belike that thick black Bohemian beer used in some other parts of Germany. Nil specius illa, dum bibito; nil clarius est dum mingitur unde constat, quod multas facus in corpore linquat. Nothing comes in so thick, nothing goes out so thin. It must needs follow, then, the dregs are left within. As that old poet scoffed, calling it Stigiae Monstrum Conforme Paludi, a monstrous drink, like the river Styx. But let them say, as they list, to such as are accustomed unto it, Tis a most wholesome, so Polydor Virgil calleth it, and a pleasant drink. "'It is more subtle and better, for the hop that rarefies it, "'hath an especial virtue against melancholy, as our herbalists confess,' Fucius approves, and many others. Waters Standing waters, thick and ill-coloured, such as come forth of pools and moats, where hemp hath been steeped, or slimy fishes live, are most unwholesome, putrefied, and full of mites, creepers, slimy, muddy, unclean, corrupt, impure, by reason of the sun's heat, and still standing. They cause foul distemperatures in the body and mind of man, are unfit to make drink of, to dress meat with, or to be used about men inwardly or outwardly. They are good for many domestic uses, to wash horses, water cattle, etc., or in time of necessity, but not otherwise. Some are of the opinion that such fat standing waters make the best beer, and that seething doth defecate it, as cardan holds, Book 13. De Subtilitate Verum. It mends the substance and savour of it, but it is a paradox. Such beer may be stronger, but not so wholesome as the other, as Jobertus truly justifieth out of Galen, that the seething of such impure waters doth not purge or purify them. Pliny, book 31, chapter 3, is of the same tenet, and Petrus Crescentius, the Omnibus Agriculturae Partibus, book 1 and book 4, chapter 11 and chapter 45. Pamphilius Herilacus, such waters are naught, not to be used, and by the testimony of Galen, breed agues, dropsies, pleurises, splenetic and melancholy passions, hurt the eyes, cause a bad temperature, and ill disposition the whole body, with bad colour. This Joberta stiffly maintains, that it causeth blear eyes, bad colour, and many loathsome diseases to such as use it. This, which they say, stands with good reason, for as geographers relate, the water of Astrakhan breeds worms in such as drink it. Aixius, or as now called Verduri, the fairest river in Macedonia, makes all cattle black that taste of it. Aliachman now Peleca, another stream in Thessaly, turns cattle most part white. See Pollui Ducas. El Urbanus Rohimus refers that struma or poke of the Bavarians and Styrians to the nature of their waters, as Munster doth that of Valesians in the Alps, and Bodine supposeth the stuttering of some families in Aquitania, about Labdon, to proceed from the same cause, and that the filth is derived from the water to their bodies. So that they that use filthy, standing, ill-coloured, thick, muddy water, must needs have muddy, ill-coloured, impure, and infirm bodies, and because the body works upon the mind, they shall have grosser understandings, dull, foggy, melancholy spirits and be really subject to all manner of infirmities. To these noxious simples we may reduce an infinite number of compound, artificial, made dishes, of which our cooks afford us a great variety, as tailors do fashions in our apparel. Such are puddings stuffed with blood, or otherwise composed, baked meats, soused endured meats, fried and broiled buttered meats, condits, powdered and over-dried, all cakes, simnels, buns, Cracknels made with butter, spiced, etc., fritters, pancakes, pies, sausages, and those several sauces, sharp or oversweet, of which Scientia Popinai, as Seneca calls it, hath served those Apician tricks and perfumed dishes, which Adrian the Sixth Pope so much admired in the accounts of his predecessor Leo Decimus, and which prodigious riot and prodigality have invented in this age. These do generally engender gross humours fill the stomach with crudities, and all those inward parts with obstructions. Montanus gives instance, in a melancholy Jew, that by eating such tart sauces, made dishes, and salt meats, with which he was overmuch delighted, became melancholy, and was evil affected. Such examples are familiar and common. End of section 26